We are joined right now by a former NFL cornerback. He spent 13 years in the league playing for the Titans, the Browns, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. He won a Super Bowl with the Patriots in 2019. He is a CBS Sports NFL and college football analyst, a Westwood One Sports NFL analyst, co-host of NFL Network's Good Morning Football, also has a podcast with his brother. We are joined now by Jason McCourty. Jason, obviously, I could tell how busy you are, so I really appreciate you making time. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Really good to have you, and I appreciate you. So let me start with the Bengals, if you don't mind. They had their best win of the year. I mean, they dictated terms. They took it right to the 49ers. In your opinion, is Joe Burrow officially back, and is Cincinnati now officially back? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And I think when you say is Joe Burrow back, when you watch that game Sunday, you see him scrambling. There was a play where he bought about 15 seconds, it felt like, as he's moving around a the pocket, then gets to the outside and finds T. Higgins. But he had 43 yards rushing. That's something that we typically don't always see from Joe Burrow, and we definitely hadn't seen it so far this season. But I think what was as impressive as Joe Burrow was finding Jamar Chase and all of those guys, Joe Mixon, Lou Anarumo on the defensive side of the ball, what he was able to do in the second half to the 49ers and to Brock Purdy, limiting him to just 17 points, I think was equally as impressive. Their defense has been really good. Trey Hendrickson coming off the edge doesn't get a ton of credit, and no one talks about him as an edge rusher, as they do some of the other guys, the Miles Garrett, and T.J. Watts, but he's been special this season. He's wrecking havoc no matter who he's going against. Jason, I'm so glad you brought him up. Lou is one of my favorite guys in the league. Like, I love this guy. I absolutely love this guy. Any doubt in your mind that he should be an NFL head coach? Thought he was going to be one this past season with the Arizona Cardinals. As he interviewed, he went through that process. They ended up going with John Gannon, who's done a pretty good job. I know that it hasn't equaled wins for Arizona, but they've been in every game. I got to imagine this cycle coming around, Lou Romo is going to be somebody that is at the top of everybody's list. And I, I expect him to be a head coach. I mean, you, he limited Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills last year. What he's been able to do over the years at Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City Chiefs offense, he continues to come up with ways. And even this year, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, two safeties that led a lot for them in the secondary. Both of those guys move on in free agency. And now we're watching uh, uh, we're watching the, Brad, the Taylor Britt at cornerback. We're watching the young guys kind of come up. DJ Turner from Michigan. These guys are out there making plays, and he's putting his guys in position to be successful. Jason McCourty joining us. All right, Jason, what about the Niners? Obviously, they've been hit hard by injuries, but given that they've lost three in a row, what concerns you more, Brock Purdy's level of play or their defense suddenly dropping off the way it has? I'll say the defense. I think when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy's been really good, and I think he's gotten a lot of the media attention. We're talking about him for a long time. He hadn't thrown an interception. This guy hadn't lost a game that he has started and finished. I don't know what the streak was, but it went from all the way from last year to the beginning of this year. But this is a team that is built on running the football and their defense. Their defense, they early on in the season, they were beating people by an average of 20 points per game. And, yes, the offense was putting up 30. But a lot of that was the defense was going out there and they were playing some football. They get after the quarterback. They were covering people up in the secondary. They have, they have an all-pro at every level, from Bosa to Frederick Warner to Talanoa Hufunga. They have guys all over that defense. And we watched a Monday night. Kirk Cousins was carving them up. Threw him for over 300 some yards, wasn't sacked at all in that game. And then we come back to this game and we're watching the Cincinnati Bengals. And as good as Joe Burrow was, they had over 130 yards rushing the ball with Joe Mixon at the running back position. So for them to be the team that they need to be, to be one of the best teams in the NFC and to possibly be able to get back to a conference championship game, 
is going to be lean. They're going to lean on that defense heavy, and they're going to have to show up. And the secondary's given up some plays. Oliver in the slot gave up two touchdowns yesterday. So there's some things that they're going to have to show up, but I think it starts and it ends with their defense. Jason McCourty doing what he does, joining us on the program. Jason, what about Philadelphia? Like, I'm looking at the Eagles, and they're 7-1, and one, but more impressive to me is not that they're 7-1, and one, but how they're 7-1. and one. It's so interesting. Like, they're airing it out. What do you make of Philadelphia essentially pounding it out and running their way to the Super Bowl last year, while this year it seems like A.J. Brown goes off for 125-plus almost every single week? Setting NFL records, A.J. Brown with 125 yards plus. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have been impressive. That's like when you get in an argument with your wife, and it's like no matter what, she just always happens to win the argument. And that's what the Eagles have been. No matter what, they find a way to win the football game. And it doesn't matter. This past game, Sunday, you go out there, they fumbled the ball twice within the five-yard line. They gave up almost 400 yards passing to Sam Howell on the offensive side of the ball for them. But then when it mattered most, they made the play. Reed Blankenship comes away with an interception. Jalen Hurst throws a touchdown pass to Julio Jones, wearing number 80 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Kyle Brand on our show this morning said it almost felt like a Halloween costume. Julio Brown dressed up as an Eagles player. And then Hassan Reddick comes away with a sack fumble on a fourth down play. So I think what's been impressive to me most is, to your point, Jim, they're airing it out. They're running the ball with Swift in the backfield. But no matter what happens throughout the course of the game, the Eagles find a way to come out on top. Be sure and tell KB I said what's up. Jason McCourty joining us. Jason, let me ask you this. Jalen Ramsey made an immediate impact in his Dolphins debut coming off that knee injury. You could speak to this as well as anybody can. If he's available and he's near right, how will his addition impact the entire dynamic of that defense going forward? Oh, it's huge. And Bradley Chubb after the game talked about not only him being back and his physical play on the field, but he said his energy, he said his presence, what he brings. He said as soon as he was out there and he was playing with those guys, he said it's almost as if he brought everybody else's level to where you there's a new standard in the room. You have to play to a championship level. But I think it's huge. When you have guys on the outside that can cover and that are physical and tough, like a guy like Jalen Ramsey, it helps Big Fangio so much in how he's calling the defense. And I think along with Jalen Ramsey coming back, they're hopeful that Xavier Howard on the other side, who's missed the past two games with a groin injury, you can get those two guys both back out there all preseason. All we talked about was they may have the best cornerback duo in the NFL, and we've yet to see a game with both of those guys on the outside because that allows Cater Cole to be the slot, which we've seen him have to line up outside a few times throughout this season because of injury. So I think that changed the entire dynamic of this defense for which Big Fangio can call, how he can maybe pressure and do different things because he has guys on the outside that can cover. Jason, I want to ask you something. I want to kind of go sidebar for a minute because I want to talk to you about your mindset. Now, before social media and new media became so prevalent, athletes used to hit me up all the time when they were still playing and say, I want to get into broadcasting when I'm done playing. Do you have any advice for me? And I would tell them all the same exact thing. It may not be the same thing as your playing days, but you have to attack it the same way. You have to prepare and train for it like an athlete getting ready for the next game or a huge game, even if it's not that you have to respect the process and attack that process you and your brother obviously understand that I don't want to speak for you but what's your headspace when it comes to your second career how would you describe your mindset and the way you go about preparing and executing now oh Jim you said it. it's about the process and you can't treat that any differently yes 
You're preparing a different way. It's less physical, more mental. Uh, but for me, I look at my career in the league and all I did was transfer it into the new journey and a new goal of mine and a new passion. I was a guy that was drafted at the end of the sixth round and I had to work my butt off to make the team and then to maintain and be able to play for as long as I did. And I looked at this as such a great opportunity of getting a chance to be on Good Morning Football and then Westwood One asking me to call games. And now this year doing some for CBS and I felt so kind of humbled and honored that someone else would believe in me to do those things that I didn't want to let them down. So I've just tried to continue to put my head down and work. And then probably the best piece that I've been able to do is learn from the people around me. Uh, I sit at that desk every single day with Jamie Erdahl, Peter Schrager, and Kyle Brandt. And I learn from them, whether I'm asking them questions or I'm just watching the way they work. I take so many different things away from them. This year, doing games on CBS, calling some with Ross Tucker, I get an opportunity to watch Ross and ask him questions on how, he, on how he prepares or throughout the course of the game, seeing how he operates. Last year, I got a chance to call games with Ian Eagle for Westwood One, and I'm asking Ian a thousand questions and being able to learn from him. So I think no different than when I was in the NFL. You get in, you find a veteran, and you pick their brain, and you watch the way they do things. I've done the same now in my post-playing days careers in the sports media thing, and I'm learning. But you're right, man. It's, it's hard work. My wife sometimes looks at me like, I thought you're supposed to be retired. What's going on here? But I think our marriage works better when I go out the house and then I come home. The family's happier to see me. <laughs> That's it, man. My, my man, you get it. You get it. And it's it, it sounds so logical, but the fact of the matter is not everybody who had the career that you had, 13 years in the NFL and a Super Bowl ring, would treat this second career the way you are. You absolutely get it. Listen, I really appreciate it. I know how busy you are. Great to have you on the show, Jason. Great insight, and I do appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Jason McCourty joining us. That's good, good intel. Good energy, good information, good takes. I love it, and I love that mindset. That's how you go about it, man. Attack every opportunity. Be grateful for every opportunity, and pick up something whenever you can from whoever you're around. That, that is just really smart. It's not, there is not any coincidence that he's doing as well as he is with a process and a mindset like that. That's why I asked that question. I asked that question because I was really curious, and the answer came back even better than I expected. Really good stuff.